This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I just want to welcome everyone that's tuned into Radio Cab Pulpit. You're with Lana Willie for And today I've got a very special guest in the studio with me. And some of you might be familiar with Nigel Brown from Master Reset. So, Nigel, I just want to welcome you in the studio this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here to share this the studio with you in today's program. So we've got such an interesting topic, Nigel, and that is hearing and obeying God's voice. So Nigel's just going to give us a little bit of of background and information on, you know, how do we hear God's voice? Because I know a lot of people who are Christians, you know, sometimes, or even as a new Christian, you don't always know, you know, am I hearing God or not? And even sometimes we have been Christians for a long time, sometimes always battled, Mm. you know, did I really hear God's voice, you know? So the topic today is extremely interesting. So Nigel, just in a a short nutshell, just tell us a little bit about who you are, Master Reese, just yeah, just briefly. Wow, um, I'm Nigel Brown. Um, thank you once again, Alana, for this privilege. Um, I feel like I'm very much at home here. <laughs> <laughs> Here's at that radio kafufit. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned before, my heart is to help people accomplish their God-given uh, goals and their and their destinies. And I, I started a company a few years ago called Master Reset. Uh, and and as part of that company, I've produced resources and I also coach people, life coaching, personal development coaching, and also spiritual coaching, which is particularly um, my passion and my call to help people see their life and their circumstances from an eternal perspective. Um, that's what that's what I do. That's what I love. I love people. I love seeing them accomplish their passion and their goals and their God-given destiny. Why were they created? Mm. You know, if once they tap into that and I can be a part of it, you know, I, I, there's nothing, no better feeling, you know, to me in terms of my calling, you know, to see people experience their God-given destiny. And I can play a part in that. So... Yeah. No, I think that is so amazing. And Nigel, I know I've had you in the studio a couple of times and you are just a magnificent teacher. I think you've just got that ability to bring Thank a you. message across that makes it so understandable and you know you've just got a way with people and a, a gentleness about you which is amazing so yeah if let's let's just jump straight into this topic okay. and then the question I'm going to ask you, is how does one hear God's voice? If I can give just a one-word answer, it will be intimacy. Powerful. Intimacy. Intimacy with, with God. And if you look at the scriptures, all over the scriptures, the relationship between God and his people is compared to the relationship between a shepherd and his sheep. Mm. And the shepherd had a very special relationship with the sheep because the sheep knew the shepherd mm. and the shepherd knew the sheep. And in biblical times, some interesting fact that I that I discovered recently was um, for families that actually had and tended sheep, it was customary for the youngest son to, to become the shepherd. You know, to be a shepherd, to tend the, his the youngest son. The youngest son, yes. Oh, wow, like David. Exactly. <laughs> and and exactly uh, the example I was going to go into, like uh, when Samuel was, was looking for a king in mm-hmm. Jesse's house and uh, the person that wasn't there was David, you know, because he was out in the field mm. tending his father's sheep. And you can you can actually see the, the relationship that he had with, with, with his sheep because he was willing to lay his life down for his sheep. Mm. He protected them from being uh, killed by a lion and a bear, you know. And while he was in that that role, while he was in the shepherd fields, he received the revelation from God that what he was to the sheep, God was to him. Mm. And then he wrote Psalm 23. Psalm 23 was birthed in the context sure. of him exercising that vocation of being a shepherd in, in, in the field. And then he said in the first line, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or mm. I shall lack nothing. And then many centuries later, Jesus said, my sheep, in John 10 verse 27, if I'm correct, my sheep 
hear my voice. Mm -hmm. I know them mm -hmm. and they follow me. So do you hear the correlation or the connection yes. between what David declared in Psalm 23 verse 1 says when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. And then Jesus declares in the New Testament, my sheep, mm. hears my voice. So that implies a relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. Uh, we cannot hear the voice of God if we are not in relationship mm. if we are not followers of Christ. So that's the first the first way, the first entry point into hearing the voice of God. But then it goes deeper. It says, where Jesus says, I know them. So knowing someone in the scriptures has got to do with intimacy. Mm. In Genesis, where it says Adam knew Eve, it, re it referred to sexual intimacy, but the overarching word, it means, it means intimacy. I know them. And in biblical times, in Jesus' time, um, the shepherds spend hours upon hours upon hours on a daily basis with the sheep for, for weeks, for months, for years. So much so that when the shepherd spoke, only the sheep in his fold responded and followed that voice. Mm. And I found something interesting that blew my mind, you know, uh, recently, was that if he just changed his tone just a little bit, then he could call out one individual sheep. Wow. Now, that just blew my mind when I, when I, when I discovered mm, that's very how, interesting. how personal mm. God is, you know, and how that, that, that intimacy, that frequency that we tapped into when we actually know the Father, mm. when we know Christ and are known by Him. And so how do we hear God's voice? It's getting to know the nature and the character of God mm. by, by spending time with Him, by getting to know who He is, how He operates to a point where <laughs> when you hear Him, speak or he can speak audibly but he can speak through anything he can speak yes. to something that you see that you hear he can speak through other people that are having a conversation with another person but something that they say stood out for you mm -hmm. and the lord is saying that i'm actually speaking to you they're having their own conversation but i've allowed you to listen to this you mm -hmm. know because I want to speak to you through that. So he says, I know them. The next part is, I know them and they, and they follow me. So because God knows us, he knows what would reach us. Mm. He knows how to connect with us. He knows what will get our attention. Mm. Like, for example, with Moses in the desert. How would he get Moses' attention in the desert? By causing a bush to burn, but not being consumed. Mm. That's how he got his attention. And then because he got his attention, he was drawn to that, to that vicinity. Mm. And then he spoke to him in, in, in the burning bush. So intimacy, in, in a nutshell, is how we hear the voice of the Lord. And it's so interesting when I think about David, um, just going quickly back to David. Yeah. I just want to, Moses, <clears throat> didn't Moses also tend sheep for a yes, while before yes. he yep. took the, the the Israelites out where Jesus sent him back to, right. to go? So that, that to me is, is very interesting. Um, so tell me quickly, why is it important to accurately or hear and obey God's voice? And why is it so crucial in the times that we are living in? Now, we are living in, in a time that is, that is called the information age, where we have a very free and uh, uh, you know, accessible, uh, we, we, we have access to information basically mm. very easily. Um, but the, the interesting thing is that compared to all the other ages in human history, Human beings have never been as confused as they are today, despite the fact that they have um, access to information freely. Mm, mm. Because there's so many opinions out there. That's true. You know, we're in a culture of where there are different experts in the same field that have polar opposite views on the same subject. Mm. And they both uh, believe and convicted that their view is correct. Mm. Now, during COVID uh, times, I, I was doing a video call with my uh, friend who lives in Canada, and she said, you know what, Nigel, I don't know what to believe anymore. Mm. There's so many opinions. This person speaks with such, you know, conviction, conviction. like they know what they're talking about. They are, they are experts. They, they, they do know what they're talking about. But then another expert speaks the polar opposite, you know, mm. but, you know, so... 
how do we navigate all, all of this information in this information age? Um, and we don't know what, what to believe. And Nigel, I think let's t- take that topic a little bit further, but let's just take a, a few minutes for a nice music break and then we'll come back on that topic. Thanks. I just want to welcome you back. It's Alana Willyfair with Body Matters. And I have got Nigel Brown in the studio from Master Reset. And we're just talking about hearing and obeying God's voice. And just before the music break, we were talking about why is it important to hear and obey God's voice, especially in the times that we are living in. So why is it so crucial, Nigel? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, in this culture that we are living in, uh, they call good evil, and evil good. Mm. You know, uh, everybody's doing what's right in their own eyes, which is very similar to uh, what happened during the time of the judges, where lawlessness abound. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's so many opinions, and there's a difference between a definition or a different understanding of ob- objectivity. Uh, in this age, they pride themselves, people in the world pride themselves with being uh, objective, you know, being mm-hmm. open to diverse viewpoints and um, based on their openness and their unbiased uh, um, listening to uh, to different viewpoints. They say then, okay, now we can draw my own conclusions mm-hmm. based on, because I'm, I'm holding each viewpoint equally mm. i'm giving each viewpoint equal weight mm. so there's a pride in this world of of people like holding every viewpoint equally mm. you know but objectivity yeah can i add to that yeah, nigel because sure. this is what comes to mind sorry if i'm throwing you off a no little problem. bit but you know what i have realized and especially <clears throat> for those people who sit on facebook tiktok you know there's a whole lot of controversial topics and yep. things like that and And I don't know, maybe you're still getting to this, but what I've realized is what you tend to listen to Mm. over a period of time, even though at the beginning you don't believe it, it's not the truth, but the more you hear it, the Mm. more... It almost becomes a truth. Yeah. You know, um, mm. you know, the social media, if we look at social media, people are, are kind of on the same thing yeah. all the time. Yeah. At the beginning, you think, no, I'm not for this. But the more you listen, the more you, what you entertain yeah. visually and by hearing and all of that, later on, those things become almost what was not normal becomes normal, becomes mm. what wasn't acceptable becomes acceptable. Yeah. And that just came to mind now yeah. as to. The, the different viewpoints, you yes. know, the more we indulge in it, the more blurred things become. Absolutely. And and we need to hear. The thing is, I come to a place where, where I just want to know the truth. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to know hundreds of opinions. Mm. You know, the Lord has changed my understanding about what objectivity means. Mm. Objectivity in the world means being open, like I said, to various point of views, yes. giving it equal weight and then drawing a conclusion based on mm. your analysis of those different viewpoints. But objectivity in the kingdom is very different. Mm. Objectivity in the kingdom is discerning and obeying God's voice. Yes, That's it. It's as simple as that. Mm. We don't entertain any other viewpoint because only what God says matters. Mm. Why? Because he sees things from an eternal perspective. His ways are higher than our ways. Mm. His thoughts are higher than mm. our thoughts. He knows he's examined every single thing to to the end, mm. from the beginning to the end. Mm. So what when, when he speaks a word, he has considered every single possibility, every single scenario. So what comes out of his mouth is absolute. Mm. So objectivity in the kingdom of God is not saying, okay, um, this is what God says. Okay, this is what this person says. No, what God says is all that matters. Mm. Being a representative of Christ is saying that I don't have a viewpoint. I don't represent myself. Yeah. I represent the one who sent me. I represent the one of my Lord. Yes. What he says is my viewpoint. Yes. You know, so that is objectivity in the Mm. kingdom. That's why it's so important in these days to be able to discern uh, the voice of God because the devil comes as an angel of light. Mm. It's not as clear cut as black and white. No, the angel of light, it means it looks right. It seems right. But the spirit behind it is, is is for evil purposes, mm-hmm. you know. The devil can quote scripture verbatim like he did with Jesus when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. But what did he do? He used it for his own 
agenda. Yes. And that's what makes it evil. Yes. When we use what is considered as the truth, but we use it for, for we weaponize it and yeah. we use it for evil intent. It's the motive. It's the motive behind mm. it, yes. So that's why we need to be sharp and discerning in these times mm. to be able to discern what is of God and what is not of God. And I just want to add to that because I think that is a very important topic and especially for our children, especially yeah. where we are. We've been exposed to so much. It's not yeah. just, you know what, the devil speaks through many medias yes. and things like that. Sometimes things seems seems right, yeah. but they're not always right. Yeah. Uh, it may come across as being right, but it's not yeah. It's not godly. Absolutely. And I think that is where the, the word of God says, you know, my people will perish because of a lack of knowledge yeah. because they don't know the word of God. You see, and they said we will all be deceived if we don't know the word. Because like you said, the enemy comes in so subtle and he will twist those things around that what seems wrong becomes right. Absolutely. And I think think that is something with, and I know I'm now going on this, but it's now you've just opened a can of worms for me. (laughs) We are thinking again, all the TikTok, all the Facebook, what are the kids watching? What are we watching when we're bored? You know, what are we exposing ourselves to? You know, it's like you're becoming indoctrinated with worldly things. You get consumed with it. You don't think, oh, it's not a problem. It's not going to affect me. But I think it does in the long run. It, it comes and you, it's like if you don't take your thoughts captive mm. and bring it under the obedience of Christ, mm. you are allowing anything to enter your mind yeah. constantly. So I just want yeah. to kind of. Yeah, there's definitely a strategy. That, there's definitely a strategy of the enemy to to have a sustained pattern of public persuasion. Yes. What, 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 uh, I can't remember the person that, that said this, but that's exactly what mm. it's, a, it's, it's indoctrination of, of people's mindsets to conform it to, to mm. their agenda, mm. you know. Because so, the more you're exposed to something, the more it doesn't bug you anymore. Absolutely. You so know, that you it, become almost desensitized ex- to it. That's exactly. And the, the way that we, that we counteract that, because we are actually feeding on that. Mm. When we, by, by by watching it and exposing ourselves to it, mm. we are feeding ourselves with mm. that. Mm. And that's why the, the counteraction to that is to, f- to feed on the word, mm. on the rightly divided word of truth, not on isolated scriptures that we can use for whatever we, we want to use it for, but a holistic picture of the, of the word, a holistic understanding of God's original yeah. intent by deep diving into, into the scripture, into the, into the why why God um, said what he said, not yes. only what he said, but why did he say it and how is this key to the, fulfill- to the fulfillment of his plans? Yeah, that is yeah. very, very well said, Nigel. Okay, so I want to, before I ask you the next question that I have for you, I want to ask you, just for those who don't really know the ways in which they can hear God, don't yeah. you want to just give us a few examples of just practical, practical examples yeah. of how, how do we hear the voice of God? Uh, you know, the, the, the primary way is, is through the word, you know, reading, meditating on the word of God. You know, you don't have to, to read mountains of scripture. It's just start where the Lord leads you. Like you, you read, start with a specific passage of scripture and then you read it. Then you ask questions, you interrogate, interrogate mm. it like you want to mm. get to know it because mm. you're actually talking to the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit uh, is not intimidated by your questions when you ask questions pertaining to what mm. you are reading. Get to know the context of what you are reading. You know, there are, there are, there are what, what's called extra biblical resources that help you understand the context mm. as well of the actual scripture. But the scripture itself gives itself gives context, yes. you know, um, and it's, it was written in the um, agrarian age, agricultural mm. age. Mm. So there's a lot of agricultural um, p- parables, you know, that, that, we, that was used to bring a message across. Yes. So having an understanding of the context, uh, meditating on the word of what Jesus said, then the Holy Spirit can use what you have fed yourself and contextualize it into the circumstances of your context mm. that you are facing, the challenges that you are facing. He remind you. That's what mm. Jesus said. He will remind you of what what I what I have spoken to you. Yes. You know, um, in the different contexts, and give you wisdom as to how to apply what you have learned. Mm. You know, it nourishes you, even though you don't necessarily see the immediate impact. But at the right time. As you're constantly feeding, it's like the Lord draws upon that which you have deposited 
in yourself by meditating on the scriptures mm. and then he contextualizes it and applies it to your situation. Mm. Then boom, revelation and wisdom comes. Yeah. And just to give a practical example, for instance, I was trusting God for a word, really trusting him. And I mean, I didn't even, I just said, God, I, I don't know, I need a word like for, from you right now. And I was trusting him for something and I just flipped over my Bible and I know it's not for everyone. <laughs> I know it's not for everyone. Yeah. But there was just this word that stood out, this scripture. And I just put that, I just closed the Bible and I knew, I said, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. This is what it was as as if God was speaking to me yeah. directly. And sometimes God will just highlight a yeah. scripture or a passage or something that is pertaining to the situation that you're in. So yeah. I'm just giving that practical Absolutely. example of where you sometimes you just don't know where. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, boom, you, you read the scripture and it's yeah. like, okay, God, this is exactly what I needed Definitely. to hear. And, 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 and in addition to that, the Lord speaks through other people. He speaks mm-hmm. through uh, through ministers that, that, that shares a message, that shares a word. He speaks through your neighbor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks through creation. It says all heaven declares. Creation declares the glory of the risen Lord, you know. Um, yeah. cre- creation speaks, mm-hmm. you know, for God. So in Romans chapter 1, it talks about that, that there's actually no excuse for mm-hmm. us not to get to know God because you get to know the creator by actually examining the create the creation. Yes. I don't know if you've heard of many scientists that that have become believers because that's what they do. They examine the creation and then they realize, oh my word, this is absolute genius. Mm-hmm. There can only be a God that, that that created this kind yeah. of thing. So the Lord speaks through creation. Yeah. He speaks through different circumstances. He can speak through your your television, what uh, uh, mm. you know how crazy it is that for me, the Lord speaks through movies even. Yeah. You know, like if you watch movies and then there's some a one line, a nugget that someone says that you just messed up the whole, the, you, you're just focusing on what he has, yes, what, what you have to hear, that part. little nugget. Yes. Um, and then you forget about the movie because the Lord can speak to you literally, literally through, through yeah. anything because he knows you and he knows what yes. will reach you. And I just want to add just a couple of examples just to make it practical. Then I'm going to move on to the next question yeah. I want to ask you. I, I remember my, my son was... Um, you know, stressing whether you should go play a rugby match or not. I can't, can't remember the situation. Yeah. And I said to him, don't worry, we'll just, just go. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And when he got into the car, my, my husband put on the radio and it was this song called, you know that song, don't worry about a thing, every little <laughs> yes. thing's going to be okay. <laughs> yep, yep. And you know what? When he came home, he said to me, Mommy, God spoke to me. I said, hi. He said, when Daddy put on the radio and that song came on, don't worry about it. I think I knew everything was going to be okay. And, you know, that that is God knowing that that would catch his attention and speak to him. And just one thing, just want to add a last one where one day I was driving in a car and um, in my car I was stressed, I was rushed, I was late. And I was praying and talking to the Lord. Mm. And I said, God, I don't know how I'm Mm. going to do all of this. But you know, when you mm. just bombarded with so many things, you're actually really mm. like stressed out and anxious and you need to get somewhere. Yeah. And a truck pulled in front of me and in the back of the truck stood, you can do all things through Christ Jesus <laughs> who strengthens you. Wow. And I looked at it and I was like, as I, the words came out of my mouth, Amazing. I looked up and I was going, okay, thank you, Lord. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. But anyway. Amazing. Yeah. But you were tuned in. You see, that, that that's another another. I, I didn't even have to be tuning It was so <laughs> in <your face. laughs> big in my face, right behind me. You anyway. make himself heard, eh? It's anyway, amazing. So that's God, eh? If you want to hear his voice, he yeah. will make his voice known. Absolutely. And I think sometimes, and I know we're going off track here, Nigel, no, sorry, but I know that, you know, we need to be expectant. There we go. Expectant. Sometimes we ask God for a lot of things. Yeah. We pray, Lord, will you help me with this? Will you do this for me? We do that. Very and then important. we finish and then we go off. Yeah, but we never listened, mm. and we haven't got that. Um, what's the word? The anticipation that yeah. he's going to answer That's us. That's so true. Can but I just, if we look for it, you yeah, will absolutely. Can I just add on to of that? And I know we, <laughs> we are on, on a, a rabbit trail, but it's it's, it's God. Yes. So, um, I was I was reminded of that passage in James chapter one from verses five, where it talks about if anyone lacks wisdom, mm. let him ask of God. Yes. That gives to all men liberally without finding fault, but you must ask in faith. You mm. mustn't waver, because mm. you doubts is like. A wave dri- yes. driven by the wind and toss. Then it says here, let not this man think 
he shall receive anything from the Lord. So it's not the, the, the issue is not whether or not God wants to give us wisdom. So that applies to anything that God wants to mm. give us. If anyone lacks anything, let him or her ask of God. But there can be a reception issue when, mm. when we are doubting, when we're not anticipating yes. that God actually wants to answer us mm. because he's got something at stake. Mm. He created us for the purpose of revealing himself through us. So God being a mystery is not his will. Mm-hmm. He will only be a mystery to those that don't want to know him. Yeah. You know, he, he won't force himself on people. Yeah. You know, he won't, he won't do that. But those who want to know him, it is, it is the joy of his heart to reveal himself to them. And he knows them and he knows what will reach them. So it only takes a desire in us to want to know the will of God. Yeah. That he knows that we want to. Absolutely. So what is the benefits then of hearing and obeying God's voice? Well, the, the key benefit of, of hearing and obeying God's voice is that we get to participate and become a channel for God to flesh out his will and purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 many people, there are many people that uses this or have a desire to hear God's will for their own agendas. You know, like you get some people that say, you know, Lord, please show me the lottery numbers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know but I'm just using, using yeah, a yeah. example, but, but it's, it's, it's almost like a God is there to serve whatever agenda that I want to yeah. fulfill, that I have. But the reality is God doesn't speak so that, we can fulfill what we want, you know, yeah. that's apart from what it's he wants. It's always according to his will. <laughs> it's according to his will. He never misses to say that, you know. Yeah. Um, so he wants us to to become a, a conduit through which he can flesh out his purposes. Mm. So God doesn't speak to us also just so that we can know certain things, mm. so that it's a nice to know. He doesn't speak for, for that. He speaks so that we can obey. Because it's in our obedience to his voice that he has the opportunity to reveal himself uniquely through us. Yes. So that, that's the first benefit. You become a participator, a co-laborer with the Lord to, to show forth the unique expression of who he is. Mm. You know, it's to self-sacrificial. The world. It's self-sacrificial. It's not I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Absolutely. Another, another benefit of hearing and obeying God's voice is you become immune to the schemes of the enemy. You become immune to the schemes mm. of the enemy. Just a biblical example is Elisha. So the king of Aram uh, was strategizing as to how he um, wants to, you know, destroy Israel, right? And um, what happened was the Lord spoke to Elisha and told him exactly what he plans to do and we plans to, you know, uh, attack the Israelites. And then Elisha tells, informs the, the king of Israel. <laughs> and and he warns the king about what the other king is strategizing. And he's always a step ahead. The king of Israel is always a step ahead mm, of the king of Aram. Mm. And the king of Aram got so upset. He says he, he thought that there was an insider yeah. you know, in his camp that is giving this information through to him. Mm. And then one of, his, uh, one of his people said, no, 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 no king. Elisha, the prophet, knows what the king is saying in your bedroom chamber. He know he knows because the God his God is telling him all this information sure. and he's giving them and and by doing that it gave Israel immunity to the schemes mm. of the enemy. Mm. You'll always be a step ahead. You know where yeah. uh, where the what the enemy is doing, and you you know what to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Yeah, and there's that scripture that says the 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 spirit will show you things to come. Exactly. You know the Holy Spirit already. Will show you, will warn you, will you know, and that is God because Absolutely. we got the mind of Christ. Definitely. So we we as Christians actually got the ability to understand yes. and to actually have a knowing yes. of what God actually wants us to do because the Bible says we Absolutely. have the mind of Christ. We know His thoughts. Definitely. And we need to tune into those thoughts also. Definitely. So that's where the Holy Spirit can guide us and help us. But it's Definitely. again tuning in. Tuning in. And, and another way that the Lord speaks through us is through our desires. Mm. You know, um, it, what what I tended to do was was disregard my desires because I thought this is me. Yeah. You know, but I realized the more mature you become in Christ, 
the more you can trust the desire that you have is his desire. Yes, that's very true. You know, um, but you can also test it as well. You know, yes. you can't just accept that uh, um, as is. There's always checks and balances. But um, Psalm, I think Psalm 37 verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of yes. your heart. It's not what we want that mm. he will give. It's like he will put his desires in us so we can trust that desire. So if you have a desire to do something and you think, okay, like, okay, let me just, let's just do it. And then afterwards you find out, wow, this was, this was God, mm. you know, I, sorry, I have to tell you this, yes, this story. Of course. <laughs> um, my spiritual father told me a story about um, friends of, of his who went to, I don't know if it was Cambodia, but one of those Asian countries. Um, they were on holiday there. I think it was 2005. Hey? Um, and they were booked in a hotel there in, in, in that country. And when she landed, when they landed there, when they, you know, when they were there, um, this lady said, you know what? I just want to go home. I, this was Christmas time. Sure. Not, and, and, and I think it's in 2005. I just, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. And um, the, the husband said, okay, let's go. <laughs> and they took a plane back and they flew back, I think, Christmas Day, if I'm not mistaken. Only to find out that huge tsunami. Yes, I was gonna thought about that. That huge tsunami wow. that hit that hotel was the very hotel that 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 the tsunami destroyed was was the one that they were were in. Sure. So that that desire that mm. that sense of urgency. She didn't know why. She just to her it seemed like she just didn't list for this. I don't, mm. don't want to be here. I want to mm. be at home. Mm. In retrospect, used it. in hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty vision. Wow, it was actually the Lord that placed that desire in her. To get out of that place mm. as fast as possible, no questions asked. You know, just let just get going. Yeah. So God speaks through our desires, and you shouldn't just, you know, Ignore discount that, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? That's such a beautiful example because um, how many times has God not just give you that feeling inside? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Let's yeah. rather not go. Yes. And um, you know, God is always good. He, he will work it out. You know, if you just in because if you don't have peace yeah. peace is also one way in which God speaks to you hey? exactly, if you don't yeah. get into if you're out of peace absolutely if you don't feel you know you want to do something but you don't have peace about it I know God's then you must know yeah. there's something there's, there's something that God wants to show you warn you about and just another thing I want to add is dreams because I know mm. God speaks to me through dreams so a lot true. So and true. sometimes God shows me things to come in dreams where he really warns me and then I know oh I have to pray against that wow. specific thing and I know there's a lot of people that dream, so I thought I'd just want to mention that. Yeah. Take note. If you think it's from God, then ask God, show me. Wow. Is this from you or not? You know, wow. Do I need to pray into a situation or, wow. or not? Can I just add this yes, about the dreams? Eh? definitely. The wisest man in the, in, that was ever known in the Bible, um, besides Jesus, of course, he can't be compared to, but Solomon. Mm. Did you know that Solomon received the impartation of his wisdom in a dream? Yes. Read sure. First Kings chapter. Mm. I think it's Second Kings or First Kings chapter three or something like that. The, the beginning chapters of, of of Kings, where the Lord imparted that wisdom mm. into him in a dream, and then when he woke up, it was an incident where he had to judge between the, the two prostitutes. Yes, yes. the baby. With the baby, mm. that was absolutely amazing. But the impartation of that happened in a dream. I just yes. wanted to add that too. Yeah, no, look, God is powerful. So I mean, as we're chatting, it's just evident that God can use anything, anyone, situation. Yep. You can use a song. You can use a, a billboard to yep. chat to you. You can use a donkey. Means, yeah. you, can, you know, and sometimes, <laughs> you know what, I, I just realized that when you have such a, a relationship with Jesus, he will sometimes speak to you in a way that only you know. Yes. Like there's certain True. things when I would open up my Bible and I'll fall on that scripture, yeah. that particular scripture, I know God saying, I want you to lead this person to the Lord. I know, but that's between me and God. Someone mm -hmm. else can read that scripture and see something else. But that is yeah. the way God speaks to me. So once you know him intimately, yes. you know, sometimes you and God will have your own little chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, God will even bring things where you can sit and laugh and say, oh, Lord, it can only be you, you yeah. know. Yeah. So what you said at the beginning was so powerful and that boils comes back to relationship. Yes. Um, so we've got so off track here with all our <laughs> no stuff, problem. but I know it's Holy Spirit taking Absolutely. control. So 
last question. How do you encourage someone who is not sure if they're hearing God's voice? So, and, and especially to make choices. Yeah. So, yeah, that that is that is something that that we all struggled with at at, at some point. You yeah, know, still do uh, sometimes. Yeah. And um, what encouraged me is that uh, because God knows us, He will make sure that we will get the message. He knows what will reach us. I think I mentioned in the, in the last interview, I don't know if it was the last interview, uh, about a, a, an occasion um, when I was reflecting on, I had to make a very important decision. And then I thought, thought came to my mind that everything hangs on my ability to hear God's voice. Mm, I remember, I remember that. that. Yes. yes. And then, then the Lord like just took that weight off me. He says, it doesn't hang on your ability to hear my voice. It hangs on my ability to make myself heard. Sure. That's powerful. It's about me knowing you so well that you will get the message. I will make, I will make sure you get the message because it's my responsibility. I've got a stake in this. Mm. I've got a stake in your life. In mm. Ephesians, it talks about the riches of his inheritance in the saints. His inheritance. We, we always think about our inheritance in God. Mm. God talks about an inheritance that he's getting in us mm. and through us. So he's got a stake in, in, in making himself known because he wants to be made known. That yes. is his passionate desire. So he will make sure that you get the message. The only thing that you need to do is to be willing to hear, mm. is to be open to hear what he has to say. Because the thing, why it's difficult sometimes with the flesh is we don't necessarily really want to hear God in certain instances. Because like a Jonah in the Bible, mm. Jonah, he heard God very clearly. He knew exactly what he was supposed to do. But guess what? He went in the opposite direction because it went against what he wanted. Mm. He didn't want those Ninevites to experience the mercy of God because they caused so much harm and mm. trauma to his people that he wanted to see them destroyed. But he knew God. He knew how compassionate God was. Mm. And because of his knowledge of God being compassionate, when God says, when God says, tell the city, people in the city in 30 days if you don't repent you know you've got to be destroyed that itself is mercy yes. he's saying you've got 30 days to change so the possibility of them changing was he didn't even want them to have the possibility so he said i'm just not going to do it at all because i know if god if this if they are open to change then god will show mercy sure. you know so if god spoke to an unsubmissive prophet mm. like like Jonah, made himself heard, how much more will he make himself heard by mm. you? And that actually has a desire because I can hear mm. in the question about, you know, you're not sure that this is God's will. There's actually a desire for you to know God's yes. will. So yes. the fact that you have a desire puts you in a better position than even Jonah or Balaam. Mm. You know, God spoke through his donkey because mm -hmm. he couldn't reach him. He was such a mm. stubborn person. God knew what will get through to him. Yes. And it was a donkey. And I think, and I think I said this to you the last time. God knows your heart. Yes, He knows your desire to please Him, and yes. that is why you're seeking yes. His voice. You know, exactly. that's why you're saying, "God, is this from You? Or isn't this, or should I, or shouldn't I?" Because the desire is already to please Him. Yes, even yes. though you don't have the answers, yes. just the fact that God knows. I want to do your will, Lord. Yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. I, and, and that already in its own, like yeah. I said, is, yeah. is sufficient Definitely. for God to make himself yes. known, like you Absolutely. said. And that's a revelation that you had. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to come back to what we spoke about earlier on. Um, then we're going to take a break. I remember, remember you said like, we are, a, you know, God, we reflect God, you know, mm. we, we need to hear him and obey him. And, um, you know, sometimes we think, but it's all about God, but God also is interested in us. Like you said, delight mm. yourself in the Lord mm. and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. And I remember one sitting and God said to me, Alana, what do you want? Mm. And for a second, I was like, how do you mean? I, I came and asking <laughs> God, what do you, you want me to do? Yes. And you, you're asking me, Alana, what do you want? Yeah. It means that God is not just interested in yeah. 
us doing things for him. He's also <coughs> interested in what our passions and our desires yeah. are. And like you said, he placed them there. So I just want to end off with that. Yeah. Let's just take a short music break and then we're nearly at the end of the program. Sure. We'll be back in a few minutes. I just want to welcome everyone that's tuned in to Radio Cave Pulpit. You're with Alana Wellyfear and my program is Body Matters. And I've got Nigel Brown from Master Reset in the studio. And we've just been chatting about hearing and obeying God's voice and the different ways in which we can hear God's voice and why is it so important to be obedient to his voice. Yeah. So we're going to chat a little bit about what if you've, not sure if you mm. made the right choice. Mm. You know, when you, you're not yeah. sure if, if what you've done, yeah. was it from God or wasn't yeah. it from God? So yeah. how do you approach that, Nigel? Yeah, so many many people have, I don't know if you've, if you've experienced this, when, when you had a certain expectation uh, for God to, 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 to do something because you thought you heard from him and then mm. you did it and then it, it didn't pan out the way you wanted yes. to, to pan out. Yes, you know? and you're sitting in a situation thinking, God, what have I done? <laughs> yes, and, and, and am, I, am, I, uh, you know, am I a failure or something like that and, and stuff like that. So the thing is, it's very important for us to, to understand. Let's go back to the situation. What, what was the circumstances surrounding the decision that you made mm. um, to do what you did, you know? Uh, because you clearly thought the fact that that you you thought that it was God speaking to you and that you responded in obedience to that thought is, you know, I want to commend you if you're that person because you actually did it. Mm. Yes, it didn't pan out the way you thought, but the fact that you thought it and you actually responded to it, I, I just want to commend you for doing that, you know. And, and I believe God God sees your heart like, like Alana ref, constantly says. He sees your heart. Um, what happened? I, I just want to share something that that happened to me, but I just want to give, give a context. Sometimes when we are in in challenging situations, then uh, we 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 encourage ourselves. Like as, as we become mature, we encourage ourselves with the general will of God that we understand. We know what the Scripture says about certain issues, certain situations. Like for example, um, my my dad was was. Um, was very sick a few years ago and he he couldn't see properly you know and um i encouraged myself in the in, in the lord when i meditated upon who he is as a healer because he's yeah. a healer and because generally god wants his people to be well mm. you know so i encouraged myself in the lord to the point where i actually in prayer i actually saw a, a vision or a I had an impression of yeah. my dad driving again. Sure. And my dad hasn't been mobile at that point. That was 2019 for, for, for a year or so, a year or two, because his eyes wasn't, wasn't good. And then what, what, what ended up happening was, I, I actually shared this with my mom. And my mom, my mom said, I'll, just, I'll keep it in my heart, you know, and, 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 be, and prayerfully consider that. Mm. And then as time progressed, his condition just deteriorated. And on the 14th of, of, of March, 2022, he passed away. Sure. So I was in, this, in, this, in, this, mm. in the same shoes of the question that you asked, you know, about, you know, I thought I was hearing the voice of God mm. and I responded to it, but it didn't pan out the way I thought it was mm. going to pan out. And um, I was really encouraged by, by David's example. I just want to bring this in before yes. I bring it together. David example. So David and his mighty men, when they when they came to get to Ziglag, they they found out that the the their wives and their children were captured by by the enemy by the Amalekites, and they were so, they were wailing. All of them were wailing, and they were so depressed. And it came to a point where David's mighty men wanted to stone him. Now this is David, and these mighty men were were like. His closest mm -hmm. friends. They were right? so disappointed. Yeah, they were so disappointed that they lost the the the, the kids were captured and their and their wives were captured that they entertained the thought of stoning him, stoning David, and and David obviously became afraid. But it says there, very very specifically, I think it's in First Samuel chapter thirty, uh, verses six, if I'm not mistaken. It says that then David encouraged himself in the Lord. 
Sure. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And then it went on to say that then he asked the priest for an ephod. And because he went, he basically inquired of the Lord, right? Mm. The next thing, he inquired of the Lord. Now, there's a distinction between encouraging yourself in the Lord and inquiring of the Lord about what his will is. Mm. Because he, when he inquired of the Lord, he asked God for specific direction pertaining to the situation that he was facing mm. and after overcoming. Um, but what I realized in my example is that I saw myself encouraging myself in the Lord as God speaking to me mm, mm. directly in the situation. Um, but I didn't, in, in, because of the distinction between inquiring of the Lord for the will of God and encouraging yourself with the general will of God, there's a distinction between the two. And sometimes when that overlaps, then it's not necessarily consistent with what God wants to do specifically in your situation. Generally, yes, mm. but Based on the purposes of God, like mm. with my dad, it was his time to go. Yes. That's the consolidation. That's what the Lord told me afterwards mm. in retrospect, that that it was his time to go. Yes. Right? So if you, if I genuinely, not genuinely, if, yeah, if I genuinely uh, went to him to inquire of him, like, you know, Lord, what is your will specifically now in this situation, right? Then he would have made it clear. It wouldn't yes. have been what I wanted to hear. Yes. As a son, I didn't want to hear that my dad is going to die. Mm, sure. But I encouraged myself with the general will of God. So there mm. was a distinction. And sometimes mm. when, we conf- when we actually conflate the two, then, th- then, then that is sometimes a room for disappointment, yes. which I experienced initially after the Lord clarified to me that, you know what? It was, it was my will for him to leave because mm. his purpose has been accomplished. Yes. So... That I want to encourage you with that. Mm. It's important to encourage ourselves in the Lord. But at the same time, let's do what David did. He encouraged himself with the Lord, but he also inquired of the Lord about mm. the specific situation for direction. And the Lord, when the Lord speaks to you, you can trust that. Mm. But yield yourself mm. to him. Open yourself up to, to hear something that you may not necessarily want to hear. And I, and so I sometimes shield myself from that. But... But that is how we're going to be genuine, genuinely listening to, to the voice of God. I just want to add to that. We don't have much time left. We literally got. Yeah. And I, I think I just first want to say sorry about your dad. I think I, I have yeah. been in contact with you during that time. But it is difficult because sometimes we don't always understand yeah. God's heart. Yeah. You know, we've got the general God is a healer. Yes. And then something else happens. We want to we want to hold on to the promises yeah. of God, and sometimes that that doesn't materialize yeah. the way it is. But there's just one one thing I can say is that God works all things out for good. Absolutely. You know, we don't always understand everything on this earth, but there is definitely God has. Um, he knows what's best for us, you yeah, know. And absolutely. there's that scripture in and. I don't know if you want to encourage maybe someone that's going through that because that's yeah. how I feel in my heart. Maybe okay. someone has gone through what you've gone through yeah. and they need to hear just, just yeah. God's heart in that. So before we, we end off and then I'll yeah. Yeah, I just want to ask okay. you to pray later. Okay. So should I do it now? Yeah, or? just encourage yeah. y'all if you, if you feel yeah. anything in your heart. Sure. Wow. Now, if you if you are going through a similar experience that, that, that I've gone through, um, don't allow fear to, to creep in, mm. you know, don't allow fear to, to prevent you from, from being open to hearing God, because God, God loves you and God knows what's best for you. That is, that's the foundational belief that you mm. need to have. When you ask God something, he loves you in, he, he knows what's best for us and he won't put more on us than we can bear. He won't mm. because he loves us. And, when you are open to God's leading, you know, um, He imparts the grace that is needed for you to be sustained in that midst. He imparts the grace that will sustain you mm. in that process, especially when, it, when it's something that, that we don't necessarily want to hear. These are specific situations. It's not always like this, yes. but I'm talking about a specific situation. God will give you the grace to actually handle and actually thrive in that because you you trust God. Mm. Like David did. He prayed for seven days for his son yes, to be saved. Sure. Seven days. Eighth day, it said they, they said the son died. He got up, 
washed his face, mm. you know, because he had peace mm. that he did everything. everything. Yes. He left everything on the on on the floor of mm. of, of prayer, yes. and God spoke. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I accept what you say. You are Lord, sure. and I receive whatever it is that you wanted. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nigel. Um, can we, don't you want to just end off with prayer sure. and then we're going to give you details for sure. anybody who wants to maybe just contact Nigel or, you know, Nigel's written so many books. If you want to, you know, contact him or just, yeah, just be encouraged. Um, Nigel will give his email address to us later on. Sure. So Nigel, just, okay. just, just pray for us, please. Thanks. Father, thank you for this beautiful privilege just to, to hear your heart, Lord. Lord, sometimes, uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Um, Lord, your voice, to hear your voice is is the most prized thing that we have, Lord, to to hear it and to obey it, Father. And God, thank you that, that you love us so much that you won't say things, something to us if we, you don't believe that we have the ability to carry it out, Father, because you won't put anything on us that we cannot bear. So what you declare to us, what you share with us, comes with the implication, the knowing that you trust us with this revelation, Father. You trust us with this with this word, Father. <coughs> you trust us with this word. And Lord, help us when we receive this word, when we receive the, regu- the, re- the revelation, Father, that this revelation will become regulation that this revelation will regulate our lives and filter through every aspect of our lives, Uh, whether it's our behavior, our decisions, our attitudes, um, what we believe, Lord, our emotions, Father, that everything comes into alignment with this revelation that you have imparted to us by uh, uh, speaking to us, Father God. Help us to obey. Help us to obey once we've heard, once we've discerned your voice, Father God. And may your purposes and your will be fleshed out and be made manifest through us. Thank you for the privilege of using us as a vessel by which you can reveal yourself to others. And I pray for this for every single person listening to uh, this program, Father, that that they would become a vessel through which you can reveal your heart in the domains that you've placed them, Lord. And Lord, all the grace that they need comes with that revelation. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Nigel, for being here again. I love chatting to you. And you've got so much insight and so much wisdom. And um, yeah. I just want you to, just to give your details, even if it's just sure. your email address or sure. how, whatever you would like to, to share with the listeners, if they would like to contact you. Yeah. Um, you are welcome to contact me on um, info at masterreset.co.za. That's my, my email address. I also have a website, masterreset.co.za. I've got resources there that uh, you're welcome to purchase on there. There's a payment gateway on there. And then I'm also on, on Facebook and Instagram. And the handle is at masterreset.me. You're welcome to, to tap into that and tap into the resources that, that's also available on those platforms. So thank you, Alana. That's a real privilege. Yeah, thank you so much, Nigel. Yeah. Our time is up. We could have <laughs> yeah. chatted forever. Yes. But thank you so much to the listeners who's tuned in. And yeah, we'll um, see you again next Saturday at the same time. Have a blessed and beautiful week from me, Alana Willifee. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.